Hi guys, welcome back to the fifth, I think it's the fifth episode of the Know It All podcast. Um, it's really great to have you guys back. Um, I thank you again for all the support and just anyone who's ever listening. It's very nice. Um, I don't really know if there's anything else I have to say in the intro other than hi, I hope everyone's doing well. And let's just get right into it. Okay, guys, let's just start. Should we start off with like a nice, juicy topic? Um, Trump's banning TikTok. So, in other words, Trump is banning TikTok. Those are the same words. Anyway, okay, I'm not gonna get political. I don't really get political on here, and I probably would never. Um, so, regardless of if you agree with the, if you agree with the decision or not i think it's like he's gonna ban he passed like a thing saying he's gonna ban it in 45 days if like an american company doesn't buy it over i think that's the thing don't quote me on that um but i just want to say how smart instagram is because they made that thing has anyone noticed that maybe i'm just pulling this out of my butt but they made that thing called instagram reels right where it's literally just like same thing people dancing and it's like the same format just on instagram which is extremely smart because now people don't have to get like a whole separate app for instagram for for tiktok like you have the same platform on your the instagram already like they did the same thing with um snapchat snapchat was all that back in like i want to say like 2014 2015 right? Like, something around that time. Like, everything, I think, up until, like, 2018, it was, like, all that. But then when Instagram came out with Instagram stories, it's, like, oh, now I have to open my Snapchat, and, like, now I have to, like, now I have to post a story, and, like, it's a big thing, but, like, if it's Instagram, it's, like, right there. Like, I don't see anyone using Snapchat anymore. Like, at least, like, seriously. So, that's an extremely smart thing on his part. Or on, on, is it Mark Zuckerberg who owns Instagram now? On his part, that's a good business move. But here's the thing, like, I feel like all the creators who are on Inst- on TikTok right now, like, the top ones, like, Charlie D'Amelio and, like, Dixie D'Amelio and, like, I have no idea who the rest of them are. Like, the Hype House or the Sway House or something. I have actually no idea. I'm not on TikTok, by the way, if you can already tell. Um, like, a lot of them have made that transition onto YouTube, so, like... I guess their career is set, like, I know Dixie did, and Charlie, like, kind of did, but, like, stopped posting, like, Dixie did, um, Griffin Johnson, is that his name, did, it's, like, the same thing that happened with Vine, if you guys remember, I don't know if anyone listening remembers Vine, Vine was, like, this, like, I don't want to, like, sound dumb it down for everyone, because they probably know what Vine is, but it's, like, that app was, like, a six-second app, you make videos for six seconds and post it and then it was like about to die and everyone's like moving on to youtube 
so like people are making that transition and they made a career like Lele Pons for example like she had Vine followers and moved to YouTube and now she's like a really like a big YouTube channel so like moving on separate platforms but obviously the demographic it's gonna be similar but like it's not gonna be exactly the same you're gonna you're gonna either lose a lot of people or a lot of new people will find you who weren't from TikTok so I think excuse me I burped I don't know if anyone could hear that that's so awkward uh but I think that if TikTok is gonna be banned in like a couple like a month or so People need to start switching over if they want to, like, continue that momentum. Because it's especially, we talked about this with guys, you guys know how I feel about cancel culture. And, like, with cancel culture and, like, just how fast-paced the world is and, like, media is, you can be relevant one day and then, like, no one know your name the next day. Like, it's so easy. Like, I said this, I think I, maybe I didn't talk about this in other podcasts, but I feel like I did. Do you guys remember like that girl she put out the song called vices she was like an unheard of artist but like she posted a tiktok of her like listening to her own song and then it went super viral on tiktok like david dober started talking about it i think and like a bunch of celebrities started talking about it and then her song started charting on like itunes and then she like became really famous but like that momentum slowly like died down like no one was talking about her every day which is i mean I'm not saying that her I'm not saying that she was like untalented or whatever because obviously she's very talented but I'm saying like that's just how fast our world moves like you can't keep up that's the thing like you literally can't keep up and also while I'm on this like tangent of like you can't keep up can we talk about college for a second okay I know this is like a really weird transition but this has been on my mind a lot okay so basically you guys probably can kind of figure out my age like college is like coming up um but but I I don't understand what more like they want from me which I don't know if anyone it's definitely not like this in other countries I don't think but like in the U.S. oh college is so competitive like so competitive especially if you if you're like applying to like any specialized programs or like accelerated programs or like just literally anything like there's it's so competitive I don't understand like okay for example they have like accelerated programs for like medicine um and I don't know if you guys know but the MCAT is a test that you take when you're going into medical school um I'm pretty sure Hold up, I need to, like, search this up to make sure because I don't want to, like, tell you guys the wrong thing. I'm pretty sure. It's, like, you take it right before you go to medical school. Um, let me check one second. Um, oh, okay, I was right, I was right, all right. People take it usually their sophomore or junior year of college. So you take it before you go to medical school. But they have these, like like, not, like, accelerated, but I guess, like, assurance programs where, like, you can, as a senior in high school, you can apply to, an to, like, your regular college, and then you'll be guaranteed into, you'll be guaranteed, like, admission into, like, a medical school, so the, the undergraduate, like, the regular college has, like, a relationship with the medical school, so, like, there's, like, things like that, and so this guy wanted to take the MCAT, which you're supposed to take your, 
like after you finish all your prereqs for college like in his senior year of high school like before he even applied to like the assurance program like that is crazy like that is so crazy like what more do they want from us like if he starts doing it and like the colleges are impressed or whatever that sets a new precedent like a new bar that everyone's gonna reach and then someone's gonna do something even more crazier and then everyone's gonna try to reach for that because they set a new standard they set a new standard and it's like I don't know if I can keep up and like maybe I don't have to keep up and maybe this is such a such a first world problem because I think it is um obviously I'm very lucky to be able to even think about going to college and I know not everyone has that opportunity but I just think it's crazy the kind of culture that's that's surrounding college and maybe it's not like this in the whole country like I definitely don't think it is but like you guys know I've talked about um like the the environment our high school is like and it's very competitive so college is a big issue it's a big deal so like if you're going to an ivy league you're seen as like it's like an amazing thing to do which it is like you have to be extremely smart and hardworking and driven to be able to get into an ivy and you're like put all up on this pedestal when like i don't know I feel like I'm rambling because I definitely am but um I want to hear people's thoughts on this because maybe this is just I'm pulling it out of air and I'm making a big deal out of nothing but it seems like and maybe I'm just getting like a little bit overwhelmed but I just it just seems like oh the world is moving fast so fast and I don't know how people are keeping up with it because it seems like everyone else is and like you're the one that's being left behind Ugh. It's crazy, man. It's actually crazy. Okay, guys, on a completely unrelated note, this is like a big change of topics. I don't know, some of you guys may heard, may have heard that Jake Paul's house got raided, which is the T, sis. It's really the T. Anyway, I don't know that much about it. Like, I, I know I know some, um, but I didn't do like a full in-depth research, so. But I saw this, and I just, I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Okay, for you guys, so some people who don't know, I'm just going to catch you up y'all real quick. Basically, he was in a mall. Was it in Arizona, maybe? Or, like, California? No idea. He was in a mall, and there was, like, looting happening all around him. Like, he was walking in the middle, and there was looting happening on both sides. And his videographer was with him, and he was just, they were filming a YouTube video, so you could, like, see everything in the background. And the video went up, and eventually taken down because of backlash um but his house was raided earlier this week um by the fbi which is crazy for having a connection to the to the lootings um i think it like they had like a okay like a news network i think got like helicopter like footage of like what was going on and there was like really big guns all around the house and apparently the fbi was there from 6 a.m to about 1 p.m so it was like it was a it was a long day it was a big thing um and i think his brother like as soon as the video came out he was getting a lot of backlash i think his brother also talked about it on his podcast too i think maybe maybe not um anyway so here's my thing okay Jake Paul is definitely earning millions and millions of dollars 
every month probably every every um every year he's earning a lot of money he has a huge house probably like 35 million dollar house probably like something crazy like that bunch of cars um he's a i know he has a personal chef in his house he has like a full-on gym in his house he he's living the life and he's really young like early 20s so he's earning a lot of money at a really young age so it really does it just like if he was involved like what would his motive be he doesn't need anything like like he, yeah like what would he need like he's not stealing something because he he needs it or wants it he could just go buy it he has money to blow it doesn't make sense to me that he would be connecting he would be connected to the looting in any way like if he was participating the only thing, like, I understand, though, like, being passive is not okay. I don't think that's okay. Because if criminal activity is going on around you, and you're just standing there and watching it, and, like, laughing about it and not doing anything about it, that's almost like, it's like someone being murdered, and people are just watching it and not saying anything. Like, and you don't go and report it that's exact. it's like it's like the same sentiment to me i'm pretty sure i could be wrong and like missing important details in this whole debacle but i'm pretty sure so the only thing i could ever think of for him to be like quote unquote like involved with the looting is that if he i know people have described like the, the thrill or like the rush of like stealing something and getting away with it um like that it's almost like a high like an it's an addiction for some people so that's the only thing I can think of like people call him like young and people call him dumb and like whatever but is that enough to go does that is does that warrant a a search of the house like what would what were they searching for like drugs for um indicate like everyone knows he was there like there's video evidence so i don't understand what they were looking for like drugs and this is in no way supporting him at all like no but it just doesn't make sense to me what they were looking for um why they were even looking in his house because i don't yeah it just doesn't make sense to me and maybe i'm really missing something like i 100 percent could be but it just does not make sense to me so if you guys have thoughts, please let me know. Um, but I just thought that was so interesting. And people were saying, like, yeah, it serves him right, like, whatever. Which I kind of get. But, I mean, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's literally crazy. And there's way more important things to be worried about right now. I just thought that was super interesting and, like, weird. So I just want to talk about that. Okay, guys, this this is also, like, a super different topic than what we were just talking about. But, um, it's something that I want to talk about because I don't know if it's controversial. I don't think it is, but something I saw on the news earlier this week and I was just super interested and intrigued by people's responses to it. Oh, I just burped again. Guys, I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know if you could hear that. That's so embarrassing. Um... Anyway, I'm going to keep that in, so love that for me. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, but two kids, in two students in Georgia, they go to this one high school, and in, I think in southern states, like, schools open a lot earlier than they do 
normally. Like, they'll open, like, early August, and then they'll get out super early, too. So, they'll get out early, like, I think, like, early to mid-August, and so schools were open, and this one student, or I guess these two students, posted pictures of what their school looks like, like, during the pandemic. Um, Like, yeah, like, what the schools look like, and it was a picture of a super crowded hallway. Um, I think in the picture, most people were wearing masks, but, like, they were not six feet apart. Like, people were touching, like, elbows. Like, the people were really close to each other. And they posted it on Twitter, and it went viral, and people were like, how were they, like, people were, like, up in arms about it. So... Okay, here's the thing. Schools, I think, are one of the most important things in society. At least, like, I'm talking about, like, preschool, kindergarten to, like, 12th grade. Um, Because schools, a lot of the times, provide meals, provide after-school care, provide emotional, not even, like, learning, but, like, emotional support for a lot of kids, um... They have good programs, good outreach programs. They provide... Yeah, they just... They are... I mean, if you think about it from a parent's perspective, they are who you trust to keep your child safe for seven hours of a day. Sometimes more than that. For a majority of the week. Or not majority, but like for a big part of the week, okay? So... I don't know, maybe maybe that school is being careless and they weren't they weren't being proactive about the whole pandemic situation. But I know from, like, my perspective, so the school that I go to is super big, and we are overcrowded just because it's an older building, um, and the town that I live in is super fast-growing, um, so a lot of people move in every year, so each grade is getting bigger successively, I think that's the right word, <laughs> like, the not, like, like, say, for example, the 8th graders this year are not going to be as big as the 8th graders in the next year coming so it just keeps getting bigger so our town's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and so the high school is each class is getting bigger and bigger and bigger like my class right now is the biggest class I've ever had and next year they're also going to be the biggest class I've ever had so it's it's an issue it's an issue to an extent so they have to redistrict see how things are going to go but our school is very overcrowded like to the point where in this one hallway that connects a lot of different built like a lot of different like buildings and classrooms and whatever we I was stuck for one time like 10-15 minutes just trying to walk down maybe like 60 feet it's really maybe not 60 feet well no 60 feet sounds about right um maybe I'm pulling that out of the air but I have no idea it was it, it took a long time so it, it, it can get really overcrowded at times so with this whole pandemic going on, they're really like buckling down, really trying to figure out how we can get kids in and out safely. And there's no way if we had the full class, like if the full four grades in school, it would be safe. So they're doing this whole new thing where like um, we're splitting it off and it, it they're doing a really good job and they've thought so hard about this. Like ever since we shut down, they've been thinking about this so they've been planning and being really proactive and um it's required to have masks and they have a lot of like protective equipment if you don't have any at home so being really proactive so from someone for example if I'm thinking about their perspective like the school's perspective it's not easy trying 
to reopen and still give kids like a well-rounded education and still being that support system for them need and juggling the pandemic on top of that it's not an easy thing and I know I don't know exactly about what this Georgia school was doing and what they weren't doing perhaps but it's not an easy thing and especially if you don't if you don't have if that school district doesn't have the resources to fully invest in that then it makes it even harder especially when when schools have to reopen you can't keep kids home it's so like parents who work how are they supposed to take care of young kids like it's crazy so I I don't I understand people's frustration because it's going to spread the coronavirus like faster if they don't take care of the three to six feet apart rule but I which I understand like they should try to uphold that more often because I heard at that high school they were having like a like a pep rally or something like that and then two people tested positive for corona so I understand like some things that they're doing I don't agree with obviously but people need to be more empathetic I think like they're trying really hard at least a lot of schools are to bring it back to the full extent like for me next year I mean there's so much uncertainty but they're trying to do like a hybrid situation where like one week we do like full remote learning and then another week we do we go back to school so it's like it's they're trying they're really trying so I think we need to have a little bit more empathy about that like I saw it and I agree why people are frustrated because I mean I've talked about this you guys have seen me rant about like celebrities going to parties during a pandemic but this isn't that this is it's 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 a totally different situation um and I'm not I'm not promoting schools opening unsafely but they're trying their best they really are and it, it, there's no easy solution to any of these problems especially if you have an overcrowded school so I just want to throw that out there guys offer my two cents I mean no one who asked me no one asked me but I just it's something to think about as you guys see things like this maybe popping up more okay guys this is the final um part of the podcast I don't know I just had a brain fart there for a second final part of the podcast where I shout out an organization that's just doing some good during this really hard time um and I shout I think I shouted this organization out my very first episode so I thought I'd bring it back because I think it's uh, something that's super important it's called Feeding America I'm sure you guys have heard of it before um it's super popular and it's doing great work so 37 million people um feel hunger each year in the United States which is crazy um And so Feeding America does a good job about trying to, its goal is to bring, like, bring hunger relief, like, um, support families, food banks, and, um, and, and, uh, yeah, fam, sorry, I don't know why, I just lost my train of thought again. It supports families and food banks, um, like, personally, so it's not just, like, a big corporation shipping out meals. Um, and they're really working with communities to really get to the root of the problem. And so I think that's a great thing because you guys know with a pandemic, I know it's, we're starting to, I mean, we've been in it for like five, six months by now, but in some places it's hitting, we're getting a new wave. So it's getting really hard in some other places and people still don't have, um, job security right now. So this is becoming even bigger of an issue now. So just thought I'd shout that out. Um, I think it says on their website, like, you only have to donate, like, one dollar, and you get, like, you can provide ten meals for someone, so it's so easy to give, um, and even if, I understand not everyone can give, so just sharing, 
reading about it, educating yourself. Um, but yeah, so I just thought I'd shout that out. Um, and that is gonna be it for the fifth question mark, fifth episode of the Know It All podcast. Um, I'm s- thank you guys so much for tuning in, enjoying, uh, hopefully. <laughs> um, and I say this every week, but I don't mean to like be so pushy, but knowallpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Email me questions, topics things you want advice on like actually anything what I can do better because your girl needs some criticism um just like anything you want or just don't no pressure um and I'll see you guys next week hopefully okay bye